Hello. At CD Media, we are literally the tip of the spear. From Ukraine to the vaccine to Brazil, we've been at the tip of the spear on all these stories early. So if you want to know what's going on in the world early, before the rest of the news catches up, watch CD Media. But you know what? We have to make money. So we do have ads on the sites. But I know people don't like pop-up ads. They don't like ads. It's a problem. I mean, you get them on your phone, et cetera. If you don't like ads, you can sign up for our no ad subscription, which is a few bucks a month. You get access to all of our sites, not just CD Media, but the Manhattan, the Miami Independent, the Connecticut Sentinel, the Georgia Record, Armed Forces Press, Tsarism overseas in Eastern Europe, and CDM Espanol if you speak Spanish. So all of these sites are available with no ads. So sign up for our no ad subscription. You can find it on the websites. There's a pop-up and also in the top menu. And, and pay us a few bucks a month, support free media, support your children's future, support the fight against the corrupt media narrative. Thank you very much. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome to the Georgia 2022 show. Actually, it's the Georgia 2023 show. We still have to change these uh, uh, the thumbnail for the show. But uh, we've got an interesting show today. We have Sarah Thompson and Susan Oprah And we're going to talk about grassroots involvement in Georgia and how to move this forward uh, in the great state of Georgia as we approach the 2024 election and uh, basically try to reclaim Georgia for the grassroots. Uh, before we get to that, as usual, uh, New Year's just ended, Christmas just ended. I know you've spent a lot of money on gifts, but Mike Lindell has the best sale right now out there uh, on all of his products. And it's not just the sheets. It's not just the comforters, the pillows. It's everything. Mike has over 600 products, and I think you will love just going there and looking around and seeing what's available. Use promo code CDM to get the best discounts and uh, essentially you know, he's, he's got too much inventory, so he's got to offload it because uh, he built up for Christmas. So go there. I asked them what the best sale was, and they said the sheets. So I think they're as low as $29.98 for the Giza sheets. These are fantastic. My partner in crime, Christine Dolan, calls them regal. Uh, but they're very comfortable, and I told you all about the sleep system at my pillow. But go there. Use promo code CDM for the best sales available. Hello. How are Hello, you? Hello, Sarah. So I wanted to speak with you guys about what's happening in Georgia. I mean, we've had a rough, tumultuous year, and a lot of stuff has gone down in the GOP. A lot of stuff has gone down in the elections. Uh, and there's a lot of bad behavior across the state. Georgia is seen as extremely corrupt. Tell us what you think about all of this is happening. Yes, um, there is quite a lot that's going on, and the we want we have a vision for the state to be really represented by strong conservatives and mm -hmm. people who understand and respect our heartland heritage here mm -hmm. in Georgia. And the party just continues to be very corrupt in their behavior and in their organization and in the way that they maneuver. And it's almost like, you know, you tell them you're gracious, you give them insight that they can use to lead well, and they continually just 
just um, don't, they pretend that they don't understand what ethical conduct is. And as we know, they are political party primary officers. They are elected through political party primaries in the state. And if you look at state rule, um, I believe it's 7.1 or 7.2 in the GOP rules, you'll see that it's written right in there that what we're about to go into is another round of not private interest corporate organizations, which they like to say, but an exciting time to really bring out the broadest possible participation mm -hmm. from among the um, Republican base throughout the state of Georgia. And they don't even have to be involved Republicans. They just need to proclaim the principles of the party and want to help. And we need um, 100,000 people to come out um, for precinct caucuses. And the caucuses will be on either February 11th. February 11th is when the bigger counties um, do caucus if they're over 80,000. Mm -hmm. And there's approximately 22 counties that are over 80,000. And then there, and the rest of them, most of them will be, be meeting on March 11th, the smaller counties. But as we brought out in, in the article, the recent article that those counties that are small, they can also have two meetings, a February 11th and a March 11th meeting. And mm -hmm. as we see, we have a revolving door of leadership in many of the counties where people are just changing roles every couple of years and not really getting in the energy that, you, you, that you've seen and you've witnessed, Todd, has really made a big impact on yeah. the state of Georgia. So that's our vision. And we are wanting to go reclaim Georgia. And we mm -hmm. have a new site, go reclaimga.org. That is We've worked so hard on for all the counties to have these resources. And uh, just for our audience, we had a kind of a show mix up with a guest dropping out. So it's been a little crazy here. So uh, thank you guys for uh, for filling in on the fly and coming on a little early. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year to you and to all the Georgia Patriots in the great state of Georgia. So thank do you have anything to add to that, Susan, as far as talking about the call and, and getting organizations for the, uh, you know, for the GOP going forward for the convention? Well, I apologize if I came in a few minutes late, but um, Sarah actually had a terrific analogy, which she may have already mentioned. I'm sorry, but um, it's like trying to prepare a Super Bowl team. You mentioned this, Sarah, and yeah. not getting any players. I mean, mm -hmm. that's really the situation we have with the, the Georgia Republican Party. I mean, they actually, they say one thing and they do another which is a cognitive dissonance, and it really confuses a lot of people, uh, mm -hmm. good patriots. So if they're saying they want this Thank one... you for being quiet. <laughs> no, it wasn't for you. Go ahead. Sorry. So if they're saying they want this wide participation and yet their actions don't show it, to me, that's clearly a cognitive dissonance or a gaslighting to their faithful um, patriots that legitimately get confused. So in terms of the call, that's what we've seen. Their actions mm -hmm. don't match their words. There's mm -hmm. many things they could be doing. And you were kind enough to let um, Sarah and I come on, what, a month or so ago? We yeah. call. So at least people knew it and mm -hmm. still to this day i think we're a mere 42 days out or something and they're really not sharing the call in the counties with the people they should be sharing it with and for instance i as a precinct chair have not received any information about the plan so how can we plan a good convention if the people that are already delegates it's their responsibility and they don't have the information. Yeah. 
people don't have to be real smart to know that you don't run anything that way, whether it's your garden club or your business or your church. Um, it's just not a good way to function. So uh, what Sarah and I have basically done is we're just running kind of what I, for lack of a better word, call a parallel track. And we're getting a terrific response from people. What the heck is going on? Yeah. And educate them. So um, that's what we're here to do. Well, essentially, just for our audience sake, what we're talking about is the conditions coming up and nobody knows about it. Is that? Is that well, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of people don't put it that way. Select people know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is a way that grassroots are prevented from coming in and uh, being involved in the party, which, you know, we've seen this ball or whatever you want to say it uh, shift their tactics. Like last year, they essentially just prevented you from winning um, in the in, in multiple counties. And now they're preventing you from even showing up to the game. Is that essentially what we're talking well, about? Preventing us um, for information. So they're, mm -hmm. that, that's how they're selecting and they're repressing. So yeah. I'll say, well, you're not preventing you from walking through the door and which is generally true. I mean, they're, but, but the point is they're not broadening the participation, which is, yeah what they say they're about because yeah. the analogy I was trying to make, which was Sarah's, if you're a manager and you're trying to build a big, strong Super Bowl team, you mm -hmm. have to go out and get the players, right? Yeah, right. They're not actively doing that. Now they, they're selecting who they involve, but for instance, I'm not getting information. I'm in Fulton County and I did not get the, the call. I get information in terms of the plan. And yeah. information and and even let's say I wasn't taught a precinct chair, mm -hmm. but but you your claim is that you want to broaden participation. What's wrong with sharing that information? Yeah, but maybe aren't precinct chairs. Are you getting the full lists of like I know you had last year some problems last cycle problems with getting lists, contact information, all that stuff. Oh no, that's where the power is. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, he who has the list, he who votes, counts the votes has the power. And um, the same situation happened with um, the secretary of the Fulton County GOP, which is a whole nother. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have the list either. So the, the list is so controlled that we just kind of work with the best that we have. I have uh, what my team, my campaign team went through. They have a very, very, very good, but it's not, and changes have been made. made. There's redistricting. So that's how they suppress. Mm -hmm. And we are just continuing to go out and do the best we can with what we have. So let's talk about, uh, do you want to talk about Sonia Roll's situation in Fulton? She was going to be on and didn't make it today. Um, well, do you guys want to talk about that? I'm happy to talk to Sonia, um, Sonia's situation for what I know. Mm -hmm. And you know a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Sonia and I, she as secretary served on my board, if you would, um, for a couple months when I was um, acting chairman. Mm -hmm. And I did not know her at all. What I found her to be was a very rules-oriented person. Mm -hmm. And in fact, one time she kind of challenged me on something that she understood I was um, doing wrong. In fact, I can't even remember what it was. I, I could have been doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. But I thanked her. I said, you know, thank you. I really, mm -hmm. I like that because if mm -hmm. you're have an organization a fair you know with values you need to follow rules you can't be lawless which is what i see as that's now right. so that was my interaction with sonia and then we went through all this election you know uh huggabaloo or whatever and um 
I happen to know that Sonia did not support me for the, the third vote, which I'm fine with for her reasons she has. I mean, she feels differently now, so she claims, but you know, that's okay. But what transpired is I didn't talk to her for about a year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I heard from Sonia, um, I think she reached out a couple months ago or whatever with um, concerns and letting me know that she had, that Gordon, the vice chairman of the Fulton County GOP, had sent out, it happens to be her husband, but um, he is an elected officer. He mm -hmm. um, sent out a letter to Trey Kelly um, asking for a special meeting mm -hmm. to him. And she, he included, he copied it with other, to some other leadership. When I say other leadership, again, it was a small group. They didn't have the whole list, but I got a copy of that. And um, it had Sonia's allegations and her rule violations. It was very mm -hmm. methodically done. It was not, um, it was, you know, this was this rule violation you did here. And so it was very well laid out. Gordon sent it to Trey, I think it was late, very late summer, early fall. He heard no response. And so therefore, to my understanding, he they didn't really move forward on it. I don't know why. It's not for me to say. I knew nothing about it. I have nothing yeah. sending that letter out. I just knew after the fact um, when she came to me and said, we haven't heard anything from them. So um, at that point, a little bit of time went by and his response was, to send out a letter to the executive committee, which is a large group of people, um, saying that he was going to remove Sonia. Mm -hmm. Interesting, I did not receive that letter. I'm a precinct chair, I should have received that letter. Mm. House district chair, my house district chair did not see, receive that letter. She should have received the letter. And many other people that I could cite and know yeah. did the letter. And um, so anyway, it, so we didn't know, but that's what was the next thing. Now, in his uh, um, allegations against Sonia, what um, he did not do by rule violation, he had just kind of broad allegations. And um, one of the things that was um, really in, in created, I think, a lot of angst in people is um, the removing of our poll watchers in Fulton County, um, right? Mm -hmm and then a little bit after but um he he blamed sonia for that and um my understanding of the copies of the information i've gotten is that she never what i saw in writing um was that she never requested the the workers be removed instead she informed nadine williams who is um with the board of registration and elections that look nadine um just kind of a heads up well it was more than a heads up she was upset my signature is not on these 144 letters to the right. Okay, that's not my signature. Nadine's response was to, along with others, were to, was to pull the poll watchers. Yeah. Uh, Sonia doesn't have the authority to, to pull the poll watchers. And then in the correspondence I saw, at no time did she ever say, pull the poll watchers. She was, that was the response that they, Nadine had, right or wrong, I don't know. But it wasn't Sonia. Additionally, um, let me just say that we asked after we interviewed Sonia before we asked Trey Kelly to come on via his uh, official email and didn't get a response. And he's welcome to come on and give his response anytime. But the situation was she alleges they forged her signature. Now they essentially using that against her to remove her as the secretary, correct? Well, they're, they're using that, not that forgery as a reason, yeah. but they're using the forgery. Yeah. Claim she pulled the poll watch, watch right. 
that was not good for the party, which of course right. not. Yeah. In her defense, she's saying, look, um, that may have been what occurred, but I did not ask for it. It was a result of my sure. note of the forgery. It was a result of the initial forgery, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then alleged forgery. Right. And then the other that um, Trey made in his letter was uh, that she was. I, I, I should have it in front of me and I apologize, but the essence of it was he brought in that um, our newly elected Fulton County Commissioner, who is very popular, well-loved, well-respected. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and what I said in my response to that, uh, to the commissioner-elect, was um, in no conversation that I've ever had with Sonia has she said anything but good things about you. And... Mm -hmm. um, and in no correspondence have I ever seen anything about you. Uh, me knowing how Trey works, my personal opinion, it was just a deflection. It was a yeah. art deflection. Yeah. He's so popular. So what better way to take the view off you than to bring in somebody else? And everybody got all upset about that. And I said, well, that's only my knowledge. I know nothing about right. it great deflection because it took it away from Trey and had people mad at Sonia for mentioning the, the um, Fulton County commissioner-elect. Right. So there's just some more nonsense that goes on like that. And I'm, I want to be cautious about what I say. I Oh, I can say that Sonia called me um, upset because she had gotten a letter she, and she sent me copies. Anything I'm mentioning, I've seen with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, she sent me emails say of Trey asking her to resign. And of course she was upset about it. So she basically brought me in as a consultant, if you will, to her mm -hmm. last month, month and a half. And Sarah, Sarah's, you know, very well versed in the rules and the constitution. She's been a great help to Sonia as well. And, um, but she brought me in and I said, look, he can ask you to re resign till the cows come home, but he has no right. You don't have to resign. Only the people, we the people who voted for you can have you, you know, so, right. so that happened, that conversation happened. And then she came back and showed me a copy of a letter from Alex Kaufman um, acting as um, counsel, I believe for the FCRP, might be for the state. In fact, anyway, I, I wanna be careful how I, what I, exactly I say here, but I can say that it was from Alex Kaufman in some capacity, authoritative capacity, asking the same thing. You, you need to resign and blah, blah, blah. My response was the same. He can ask you to the cows come home, but there's only we the people who can, you know, resign you or have you leave. Yeah. Those are a couple of the types of things that happen. And I, I just want to be cautious about what else I say, but I, I saw those things. And then the last thing that happened, which is most interesting, we're all prepared for this meeting to remove Sonia, mm -hmm. um, a Zoom call, which in and of itself, Todd, again, if you want to really control an environment and not having free-flowing information. Yeah, you just cut people off Zoom, sure, or whatever. Yeah. I don't would have had a chat. Of course, now in hindsight, they could say, oh, that wouldn't have happened. There was a lot of undertone about, you know, they were going to control the chat. And it doesn't matter. That's all hearsay. But we all know in practical terms, if you're having a Zoom call and people aren't standing there, it's for such an important meeting that you can rise or sit down or whatever, we know that's a controlled environment. I mean, sure. um, is so we had that plan for thursday night i think about 6 30 something like that whatever and um about an hour before the meeting the zoom meeting was to occur 
I started getting these texts coming in because I wasn't even at home saying, did you hear the meeting? I'm like, what? So I had to go and look and, and I see this email that says um, the meeting's resigned and there's something coming from Sonia as um, your resignation. And I'm like, I had just spent half the day. Yeah. Literally with Sonia and some parliamentarians trying to at least see that we could get some sort of maybe fair representation. Yeah. So I was shocked. And I actually, I was a little like, wow, I wasn't real happy. I'm like, I just spent half the day with you and you're going to resign. And um, I knew nothing about it. And the letter had come from the night before. So I had immediately called her and I'm like, well, what's going on here? Um, Cause it looked very much like it's like yeah. from Trey Kelly subject line is something, either resignation letter or your resignation letter. So I'm reading through it. And she said, and again, I mentioned I wasn't at home. I'm unfortunately usually in a hurry. She said, well, did you read the whole thing? And I said, um, I thought I did. She said, did you see a resignation letter? And I said, no. What I saw was her letter to remove him. Anyway, it was a brilliant manipulation. Yeah. Brilliant. And they are brilliant. I mean, we have a formidable, I hate to say, enemy here. No, it's, it's CIA level tactics. Yeah. yeah. It's wonderful. It's wonderfully done. Yeah. And um, so I said, no, I don't see that. And, and it's almost like, I mean, she in no way indicated she was not a woman. She was a tired woman, naturally stressed naturally, but in no way did she ever indicate to me that she was going to lie down. I mean, you know, and resign. So well, what's the status? Did she resign or not? No, no, no. So, she did not resign. She Is she still employed or in that position? Well, no. According to Trey, she's not, but according to our rules and um, election law, she, she's still secretary. So Sarah and I have both been saying to her, same thing. He can say that all day long. You're still you're still the secretary. Wow. So essentially he's acting as a as a dictator. tyrant, a dictator. Yeah. Wow. He's our dictator. Along so, with I mean, he doesn't operate alone, obviously. Yeah. So we're gonna have to ask you. Um, well, go ahead, sir. Having observed this, you know, just as a GRP member abroad, not in Fulton County, it is really clear that he is very much concerned with covering what he's done. And and Sonia has brought up, she's been looking at some of the financials. She brought up in her letter, why are they trying to throw me out before the Treasury report has come out? And he's involved with an insurance, either lobby. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about accusations on that till we no that's we this is what's in her letter she wrote itself. it in the letter but i i, I don't yeah. have any proof of that but go ahead. Yeah. no yeah. no it's it's um it's something that she's looking into so okay. um absolutely but but the, the what having watched this happen and reading the letter in great detail she had no concession whatsoever mm -hmm. and we have mm -hmm. to remember she is an immigrant woman she because she took her oath of citizenship to this country in the 1970s mm -hmm. she is a very proud american and she has done great work professionally she's worked in um in the northeast and she has is very proud to be a republican she she loved she wanted to serve her husband is serving as a vice chairman so what they have done to her having observed it close hand is is very strong abuse and I, we were all thinking that she might not be able to get that letter out to really mm -hmm. represent the truth of her story but she succeeded and she told the story at the right time and that is a testament to the strength of she and her husband who is, mm -hmm. is standing beside her 
And many people do not have the strength when they're under that kind of a, a st stress and to be able to do that. But she did succeed in getting out her story. So we're, we'll just say now we're going to try again to get uh, Trey and even David Schaefer on the show and see what they want to say about this. Give them an opportunity to, to give their view. Um, Great. I'd love to. Uh, but let me. Uh, let us, Todd. Todd. Love to go on with them if you'd let us. But well, I'll, I'll talk to them. Um, I don't know how we moderate that, but maybe we can figure <laughs> that out. Um, so, so here we have this mess in the Georgia GOP from multiple angles and vectors. How does the grassroots go forward? That That's really what I wanted to talk about and get down to today. Yes. Go yes. ahead, Susan. What do you think? Well, I think um, what Sarah and I have done, because we couldn't find another way, we've created this organization. We've gotten a great response from it. I mean, just what Sarah just really went online this morning or something. Mm -hmm. We have people contacting us saying, help us. We need rules. We need. And so we're a training, civic training and training for the, the delegation and that. And we're all about trying to basically give them the information that they're mm -hmm. not getting from their counties. So mm -hmm. it's oreclaimgeorgia.org. If they can get it from their counties, there's, that's great. There are a few counties that are doing a great job. Um, Sarah, we talked about um, a few that got the call out. They put it on their Facebook page. That's terrific if you've got a county like that. But if you don't, we're going to help you. And that's how mm -hmm. we're going forward. I mean, we have, um, well, you can talk to that about a little bit, Sarah, too. We have forms. We have everything they're going to need to participate the way they should participate in the convention cycle. Regrettably, it's much later. If Sarah and I had away, we would have been doing this two years ago or a year mm -hmm. ago. Not like It's kind of like Christmas, and people are really surprised. I'm so bogged down for Christmas, but we've known it's been coming all year. These people have known this convention is coming for two years in the caucus, but so we're going to try to prepare them. Go ahead, yes. Sarah. Yes, I have um, done a lot of the inside on the the website and getting the resources together mm -hmm. for all of the counties. I'm very excited. So um, essentially, I just have my little flag today because I'm super excited. We are Republic and we are part of the Republican Party and we want the Republican Party to be very strong. Our mission is to liberate the full power of neighborhood level citizens into their lawful elective franchise through effective political party action and leading advocacy projects. And the three projects we have going on right now are of course, preparing everybody for the precinct caucuses. And again, I wanna keep repeating the dates. It's February 11th if you're over under over 80,000 county, and it will probably be March 11th if you're a smaller county, the 127 rurals. So the things we have, we have a timer, like a ticker on the page, how many days were 40 days and 18 hours away from February 11th right now. We're going to have a video at the top. It's coming soon and it's final cuts where you can watch Susan and I explain exactly the details of precinct caucuses. We have resources from um, Turning Point Action and also from Dan Schultz on there as well. Mm -hmm. We have a breakdown for your county to see how many county delegate positions you have to go vote in your county convention for your county officers. Bullet County has about 100, 360 and Fulton County has what, like five or 600 we're figuring out or maybe even more, more they, yeah, more, yeah, a, lo a lot of delegates need to come out and vote. Um, we have resources for where you can send it, send to us your county event details, like the who, you know, the how, when, where, um, 
on your county events and we'll put them on the site. So if anybody else comes to our site from your county, they'll be able to see that. We mm -hmm. have a parliamentary training and uh, um, Florida can benefit from that. We're gonna make a whole page on parliamentary. And my favorite thing, um, we have, we have two other projects. We have one on the election project. I am right now preparing an appeal into the Georgia Supreme Court from those, um, it's a huge deal. That we're, we're monitoring that project to be able to really fight for our election integrity and having restoring our right to vote in, in Georgia. That's connected to this project of political party action. Then we're also, we have another project, the, um, the Communist Creek project that you've been so great helping with Todd to get the word out about what's going on with the Carter Center. And then I mm -hmm. have, um, this is one that is gonna be maybe the magnet of magnets for our project, go reclaimga.org and it's this. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I too. So, so this is going to be on the website and you're going to, is it, is it yes. video? Is it, is it print? What's it? <laughs> so we're going to have, we're going to have a link where you click in and there's going to be a file for every single county. People can upload and we're going to mm. have a criteria. You have to have an artifact. You have to have an email, a photograph. Um, and we're also probably going to do one for the congressional districts too. And then probably mm. for the state, we'll just give everybody their little drop box and we're not going to be really involved. We're not going to be approving things. We're just going to give you the opportunity. You're going to get to sign in just like with the same credentialing that the, that the party asked for your name, address, you know, birthday, phone number, you know, all that. Cause we do want to know who's putting stuff in the drop boxes, right. of course, but we're just going to let them upload it and we're going to just let it fly because we are harboring too much of this. Too many people are suffering and you are a great example to us of the power of the free press. This is a little bit of free press. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited. Um, I don't know, we talked about kind of opening our corruption ball a little bit more today. Um, but Susan, did you want to open yours a little bit more and then I'll go? Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid, but I think it's better that it's public. But anyway, before um, more public, maybe this, but um, when I just wanted to address the, the um, George, Go Reclaim Georgia, the um, video training, one thing we've really found a lot of people, a lot of counties interested in is the parliamentary procedure training that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, we will have that out, what, uh, about uh, January 16th. It's late. It's much later than we would like it, but it's better than nothing. So counties will be able to watch some uh, training that we're doing here in Fulton County. So we're pretty excited Great. about that because they need to be educated. That could go nationwide, actually. Yeah. Could be a big help. But, um, well, I think we've talked, basically, we've talked about a lot of um, what we were talking about suppression when it comes mm -hmm. to the files with the call with the mm -hmm. rural counties. Mm -hmm. But I think the most interesting thing about Fulton's is I am finally um, addressing the third election mm -hmm. for chairman in Fulton County. Mm -hmm. Fake elections have huge consequences and yes. in it for two years and yes. two days. It really made me realize uh, one, I had to get the education about what really happened and it's taken me a while to do that. Sarah's been very helpful with that. I think she and I together, we didn't know each other before we both had um, experiences. So we've really gained strength that way. Um, 
also, so I am I am going to readdress that because what it's not going back. It's not like a double jeopardy readdressing the same issues. I am addressing the issue from the third election, which was the electronic election. The, the, the electronic right. election. Right. It, it, importantly, if you get nothing out of today, because I want to be cautious about what I say. Most importantly, the third election occurred with inappropriate delegates. There. Well, that's public knowledge, right? Right. Yeah. But yeah. therefore. I mean, that is against um, Georgia code. What is it, Sarah? She knows by heart. 21 to it's a primary. It's a primary election. You can't change the qualified electors and create new ones. You can't register people off the streets for an election that's already happened that you're supposed to be redoing properly. Yeah, so that's just bizarre. Yeah. Most importantly, what ha occurred, Todd, and, and without getting into full um, detail, because it will be in the corruption file about the third. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, there were the wrong delegates. Yes, everybody knew that. But what everybody didn't know, what I didn't realize, it that's against election code and law. It's not some kind of private little party that didn't do their election. So that's what's most importantly occurred from that day. Wow, yeah, everybody knew the, the delegates were wrong, but holy cow, that is, that's, Actually, you know, there's some. So, do you have any kind of specific action you're going to do other than making it public? Or I, I am, but I'm trying to. Well, I guess I'm better off saying because I'm really, for the first time I've mentioned before with you, I don't have a spirit of fear, and Sarah hasn't either much. But that doesn't mean that sometimes we don't um, with what we're doing. Sure. It can be a little scary for reasons, and it's sure. probably. Better that it's public that I am going to um, file a, a criminal complaint. So well, remember, this is Trey as well. This relates to Trey Kelly. He was the chairman and his duty was to maintain that list from the convention. So that is another strike against Trey Kelly and whatever he co collaborated with the state party in carrying this out. They were both very involved together. Well, we, we when you get when you do file that, send us a copy, please. I will. I will. And I think that's what's most important. It's still the state committee. Also, very interesting um, question. Are we lawless or are no. we, are we, is this state committee just going to say, whoa, um, I didn't know that it wasn't with the, the proper delegates. Well, now you know, and what are you going to do about it? Yeah. yeah. Illegitimate chairman who has caused just such wrath in our and the real issue is what do, what is the state the state's responsibility and what are they going to do about it? And it's I just like in Arizona where you have blatant criminal activity and nobody nothing's happening. Yeah. So you we're gonna go and you're gonna take people's time, you're gonna sit there in January, you're gonna hear an appeal from an illegitimate subcommittee, which we've addressed that issue before. The, that 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 foundation uh, to the state committee came from a committee who were not of the state committee. How many of us understand what a subcommittee is by definition? Mm -hmm. It's part of a large. Sure. Hence so the word sub. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot there that happened since the state committee heard it. And basically their ruling was what are they going to do about it? Just yeah. nothing? I don't know. Interesting. Keep us in the loop on that, please. We will. Sarah, do you have anything else? 
Well, I um I have a very exciting county down here, Bullock. We're, we're we are a brand new eight over eighty thousand county in Georgia. So this is our first time where we must do a. Uh, convention uh, or a precinct caucus separate from our convention. Mm -hmm. And I just want to stay on top of my party as well. I got to see some of the internal documents. I mean, they have intentionally kept my party county committee below 50% organized. When I moved to my county, I asked my chairman, why are you guys not completely organized? You only have 16 precincts. I mean, Susan's Susan has 442 up there. I'm like, surely we can get 16 precincts. And his answer was, well, we're not ready for that. And I've been very puzzled, Todd, about why someone would say something like that. And what I've determined is they are on a mission. We found another point of authoritarian control. They're on a mission to change the rules to make the executive committee, the five of them, the ruling party, the ruling body for the party. If that's not in, in my county, and, it, and I've seen the updates, the rules they want to do. And they're 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 shifting, they're, they're misreading the law and then looking at the rules in the state rules the county executive committee, the term county executive committee is mentioned one time. And it's a subcommittee of the county committee that is the- It's, it's very CCP-like. I mean, it's yeah, very- It is, it is. Yeah. It, it really, really is. And and the number of times county committee is mentioned in the state rule, state rule 8.7 and the whole thing, 37 times, 37 times. So mm -hmm. county committee is like what Susan is. She's a precinct chairman. All the precinct chairmen, the big Congress, there can be 442 precinct chairmen. That's a lot of people. That's a great Congress, a GOP yeah. Congress for Fulton County. So my party is also what they're doing in convention is they have you know their February 11th caucuses. And would you believe they put the deadline to submit their little officer, county officer forms 24 hours later on Monday mm -hmm. morning at nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then they have rules, submissions for rules changes again, February 13th, Monday morning at nine o'clock. So I think they, and they, and they picked a location for caucuses. That's like a strip mall site, their little office that can hold no more than 30, maybe 30 people comfortably. Yeah. So that, that again, these are signs of authoritarian GOP conduct. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think you feel sorry a little bit for the rural counties in ways, but when you have people, maybe because the party is trying to suppress their organization, like we addressed with Susan's letter earlier this week to warn the rural counties that they're trying to not let you have two meetings and all this. But when you see the chairman working so hard and maybe even taking bad advice from their secretary, like we have a kind of an interesting secretary here, but Todd, they're, they're about to rotate the same old people back in. And the only way to really respond in a Republican way is to get out those 360 people. So mm. that, that, so um, thank you for hearing that. I have my own little corruption file here in Bullock mm -hmm. County and they really need to move on with their little volunteer job, be, find another volunteer job or whatever they wanna consider this because they're hurting a lot of people's representative system. And may, may I say something to that? Yeah. Sense. What's interesting is this is what Sarah and I are really about um, education, really, because we see a lot of people hurting. We we mm -hmm. but a lot of people hurting. It breaks my heart to see good patriots here in Fulton County. I mean, they are such hardworking people, getting things done. I mean, basically, you just they don't have to be told what to do. They're they're smart. They're motivated. Mm -hmm. But it is tough when they're taking three steps forward and then two back with these establishment but what's interesting is the more educated you get 
the more you can identify these common strategies and tactics, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. basically the same kind of tactics and strategies, just in different counties. So yeah. that's going to, that will be helpful in moving us forward for people to get educated and understand that. And, um, but Sarah and I really, we're about the, the education, but also I can't help but today as I was about to come on, it came back to my mind with what happened with Sonia and the secretary and then mm -hmm. the cancellation of the, and just this whole thing. Um, I looked at my campaign postcard and it said, at the time it seemed rather, um, I don't know, maybe too much. It says no truth, no trust, no unity, no party. And um, that's what this is about. We hmm. have truth, just like with the third. If you deny it, it's no different than denying a cancer. Would you, how can you think if you don't yeah by the problem. So I was quieter at first thinking it might be just really look what's I mean, it's just gotten so much worse and they it's really emboldened them. So I realized that no, it's not about being quiet. It's no more than you would be quiet and deny that you had an illness. So right. we're here to get out. Well, I, I, you've been very hesitant. We've been talking for some time and you were initially very hesitant to come on. So I appreciate your uh you're being true to the people in Fulton County. They should know that you're very wise about what you say. So well, I appreciate that. I find, I hate to say it, but um, I find myself to be a bit of, and I've said that to Sarah too, I'm a bit of a mother hen when it comes, you know, I'm old enough where I can kind of that. Um, I see yeah. the work and it just breaks my heart. So yeah, I, I'm seeing Susan. I met Susan right after her election mm -hmm. and Todd, you know, it's when you know that you're responsible in your soul for something, mm -hmm. even though, the, the election machines and people tell you that you're no longer responsible as a leader. She is still the duly elected chairwoman yeah. of the county. And I, what I've seen her do is carry that and still this determination to be responsible and to lead well, to lead by example. And that's something that I, I'm just so thankful to know Susan. Well, so before we go, uh, Susan, give us the website again where everybody can go and see everything you're doing. It's Go Reclaim Georgia, or actually GoReclaimGA.org. So, ladies, thank you for coming on. I'm sure you'll be back uh, because you're in the weeds, in the trenches. We so, are in the trenches. Happy New Year to all you people. Happy New Year. Exactly. We'll thank see you, you next week. Thank you. Next time. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.